are listening to Hypotheticals, an insane podcast based on Chuck Klosterman's game. Here are your hosts, Charles Wilkerson and Kelsey Hall. <laughs> and I'm Brian. I'm here to moderate. So, you know, one thing about Charles and Kelsey, if you are just uh, kind of getting acquainted with the two of them, they, they are former co-workers. They no longer work together, but they used to. And today, uh, our hypothetical is going to take us into the world of work. So I need to know, what was it like working together? Kelsey, I'll let you answer first. It was great. Charles was my work best friend. Oh, thanks. Are, do, do you subscribe to the concept of work husband and work wife? Um, Not like with each other, but like just in general. Do you feel like that's a thing? I know people who... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I know people who do, um, but I've always been too young to like be included. I've always been like work daughter. So. <laughs> Wait, I, think, I, I think work marriage is soon. too young for work marriage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was a child bride in the workplace. Um, well, I'm glad to hear that. I'm glad to, I'm glad for you to find another way to tell me how young you are on this podcast. It's always my favorite part of the show. Just, just another always. insult. That's a that's a fun game we like to play here. Charles, what was it like to work with Kelsey? Uh, it was fun. Like we had a blast. She made my 30th birthday, aka golden birthday. That's when you're you're turning the age of the date you were born. Is that really I. what it's called? I. I've never heard of that. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I maybe miss much. I, maybe I have never heard of it because I turned 14 on the 14th. So that wasn't. Yeah. What's your golden birthday? Nine Kelsey? on the ninth. Oh well, you definitely didn't know. Nine on the ninth. I didn't know no. anything. And you my know, birthday's over like fall break, so I didn't even have any friends to tell me about it. I had. Is that you normally a thing? Like people call you when you're nine and they're like, "Hey, it's your golden birthday." <laughs> just imagine what, having a nine-year-old who just had his ninth birthday. I'm just trying to imagine what that was, what that would have been like. Um, and I, I was reminded recently what my ninth birthday was like, which was um, uh, my my friend Cooper, who uh, BC knows. Uh, I'm sorry, who Charles knows. Uh, there you go. And yeah, his name is. He's BC. You're BC. Um, yeah, so I was reminded of what my ninth birthday was like, which is uh, my friend Cooper came over, who uh, Charles knows, and we watched the first Ninja Turtles movie. Um, it had just come out on VHS. Such a good movie. It was amazing. And then when we took him home, we stopped by Target on the way back, and I spent some birthday money to buy the travel edition of Guess Who. So that was my ninth birthday. That's not what we're here to talk about, though. What was your 30th birthday like uh, when you guys worked together? Yeah, so I usually don't work on my birthday, but being in a office setting, I was like, you know what? I don't have to be around, you know, the general public like I was in retail. So I decided to come in and Kelsey and my boss kind of went all out and gave, threw me a surprise 30th office party. So in my office, there was, you know, office decorations from the TV show, The Office. So it said, it is your birthday, period. And then they had like deflated balloons hanging from the ceiling. And then Kelsey learned a valuable lesson and spent a lot of money at Hi-Fi because those donuts are not cheap, but they are delicious. They're also the size of your head. That's what I was going to say. They need to, like, clarify that because I called and ordered them in advance. And I was like, I need three dozen because, you know, we have like. Oh, my God. Wasn't that like a (laughs) hundred dollars? It was 80. (laughs) (laughs) And and Kelsey then had to eat donuts for the rest of the week. At the time was I was like, guys, if you want to contribute, I'll take some donations. 
Nobody contributed Nobody. except Charles's boss. It was just us. I thought you were going to say Charles. Charles contributed on his own birthday. I, like, I ate a donut. I offered to give Kelsey money because I was like, these donuts are not cheap. And she's, Three I thought, you know, she was just going to bring in like Krispy Kreme or Dunkin' Donuts. But no, she was like, here are high fives. And I was like, I'm, I'm, I feel honored. And that's how I knew Kelsey was my <laughs> best friend when she dropped $80 on donuts. That story yeah. is amazing. I didn't walk out. I just said, oh, okay. So you, you bring up that the party was themed around the TV show The Office. So I also have to ask you, I mean, I know you guys are both fans of that show, but was working together ever kind of like that TV show? Did you have that experience? Yes, very frequently I would just look up at Charles and make the gym face <laughs> or stare off at an imaginary camera. So Kelsey's desk cubicle table was out in the open. So she just got to hear like a lot of like office drama and didn't have the luxury of like myself. I was like, I can close my door and just deal with this. But she couldn't do anything. She just had to deal with it. And then like, I don't know what it is, but some of our team members love to talk on speakerphone in their office with someone else on speakerphone on the other side so instead of just getting up and having that conversation they'll just call them on speakerphone and it's like they're <laughs> yelling and it's just like guys we can all hear you like i didn't realize i needed to know about this conversation but i appreciate you you know including me i i think you're primed for what we're going to discuss today which is a situation called office politics that's the hypothetical Ooh. for today are you ready Bring it. Here we go. You work in an office. Generally, you are popular with your coworkers. However, you discover that there are currently two rumors circulating the office gossip mill, and both of them involve you. The first rumor is that you got drunk at the office holiday party and had relations with one of your married coworkers. The second rumor is that you have been stealing hundreds of dollars of office supplies and then selling them to cover a gambling debt. One of these rumors is true, but everybody thinks it's false. And the other rumor is false, but most people think it's true. Which of these two rumors do you find more troubling? Ooh. I think the knee-jerk reaction for me is to the troubling rumor is that I got drunk and then cheated on my wife with someone else's married spouse. Like that to me, just like automatically, I'm like, that doesn't sit right. Okay, so maybe that's the one that everybody doesn't believe, though. But instead, they believe that you have gambled away your money to such a degree that you're stealing office supplies. (laughs) Which, let's be real, like, you could go into any office supply store and drop a hundred bucks and you're walking away with a lot of stuff because office supplies, especially... General office supplies are relatively cheap. Let's drill down to that in that rumor because I, I, it really says something about the desperation of a person if what they are, have chosen to start stealing is office supplies. It's not like they're taking Rolex watches from people and <laughs> putting them in their trench coat. They're they, they got number two pencils and you know post-it notes. Like wait, what's the black market rate for a stapler? Mm. I think like. If I was going to steal office supplies, not to say that I am, I would steal a whole bunch of like 
easy to like stick in my pocket and then like amass it like pens like everyone has stolen office pens like if you say that you haven't you're a liar but is it really stealing i mean you're taking are a you pen out the promotional pens i'm just saying There's at best buy they made it a big deal that you're like hey look we're buying these pens you can't keep taking them home and i then made it a personal responsibility to take as many pens as i could home this was at the place where you worked together no no oh, no, 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 no you had that it. was at best buy when I worked at that place, because they they had pens for like employees to write uh-huh. like notes down for yeah, customers yeah. and stuff, and everyone would just take it and then just take it home, and then never bring it back because you're a teenager working at Best Buy, you don't hold on to pens. That seems like a battle not worth fighting. Man, when you're not hitting budget, you're looking for every excuse to be like, <laughs> "What can we do to hit budget?" When you're in a Let's dying business pens. model because half of your inventory is compact discs that no one is buying anymore. <laughs> okay, Kelsey, let's talk to you. Let's talk to you. Um, I, I, you heard the two rumors. One's true. Everybody thinks it's false. One's false. Everybody thinks it's true. Gut reaction. Charles was very quick with his gut reaction. Gut reaction. Which is the rumor that you do not want people thinking is true? Um, that I got drunk and had relations with someone. Okay. Okay. So, so your financial indiscretion is much more something that you would share with people or not care as much about people knowing than a romantic or sexual indiscretion for both of you. Is that what I'm hearing? Um, I can't really think of another like situation that would trumpet um murder murder I, always yeah, i wouldn't murder. just say like oh yeah i'll tell anybody about my financial gambling issues which i don't have you know what i'm saying yeah i mean it's just it's interesting though because neither of you even hesitated on on everybody's gonna think that i have a gambling problem maybe it's just like the way it was brought up like it, yeah I was one of those people who like always I was always told, hey, if you need anything, just let me know. And I kind of, you know, always I'm not afraid to this is going to sound bad, but I'm not afraid to ask for help or for money to be like, hey, I, I need help or hey, I, I don't have any money for lunch or anything like that. Could you help me? Especially like earlier part of my young career. Um, but now it's like I think once you're labeled a, like a cheater, it's just it's like that kind of follows you i think that people um in general are probably more accepting and forgiving of like a gambling addiction um or stealing office supplies it's not like you're stealing out of your co-worker's pocket um you know i think that people would be more sympathetic towards that than oh you had too many bourbon slushes and hit on someone else's spouse you know sure but i think it's interesting because you know you said charles labeled a cheater right Mm -hmm. and and how that follows you and the things people will draw from that i don't think you're wrong but i think this is worth examining also because this podcast needs to be longer than 10 minutes uh (laughs) that there is a lot to take away from somebody who doesn't know how to manage their finances in a professional setting I mean, you literally in certain job roles and in certain companies, that is something that comes into play in the job. They're not going to ask you about, in most cases, about 
the personal decisions that you've made with your spouse. You ever fuck someone's wife? <laughs> no, I can't say that. <laughs> but they are going to ask you. That is a good point. They, they, I'm pretty they, sure that they will run a credit job, check. They'll run a credit check on you. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that I could lose my job for something like that because I work for the government. Yeah, I mean, the government's definitely going to look at that sort of thing if you're dealing with any sort of financial records. Now, Brian, does the question state the person that I had relations with, allegedly, let me just, allegedly, so no one can take this out of context and text it to my wife. <laughs> just um, take that little snippet and just spread it around. Do I cheat on a married, is it a coworker I cheat on who is married, or do I cheat on a coworker's married spouse? No, you are hooking up with a coworker. Ooh, that's going to make, I mean, who that's is just married. a whole bunch of all. I, I just, that just seems so unrealistic to me because I'm just not even like drunkly attracted to any of my coworkers, but I do like scratch offs. Well, let me, let me ask you this. Have you ever seen someone get totally tanked in an office party? Have you watched this happen in slow motion? I'm not saying it was you. <laughs> I've seen people getting tanked, not in an office party, but in a bar setting. So we had a work Christmas party at my boss's house once, and somebody got totally tanked and fell down the stairs in the first 10 minutes because they took shots in the car before they came in. See, that's championship level right there. That right there, you get the belt. and You get to go home with the belt and a hangover because that's championship level. You lose twice in that situation. Yeah. yeah. Not to mention, if you cheat on someone in the office, I've never been a big philosophy of dating your coworkers. You don't eat where you shit. You don't shit where you eat. Jesus, like I did it once. Ten out of it ten. Is, do not recommend. At Best Buy, <laughs> it was like one of those things where you put a whole bunch of like young adult teenagers together. They immediately treat it like high school, and they're like, "So who can I hook up with?" And it was always bad because when they broke up everyone in the whole store had to deal with it and i was like this is work i have graduated i like it is the most frustrating thing but if you're stealing stuff to get out of gambling addiction like that that affects us our bottom line but it doesn't affect our morale necessarily point counterpoint it's a little different um i mean i don't know if you guys will agree because you're guys but it's a little different as a woman like, if I did it, I think that there would be a lot more talk and labeling than if one of you two did it. 100%. I think that's worth unpacking. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it is definitely a double standard. Well, and... And that's, like, something that people won't forget. People will totally forget that you stole Post-it notes. <laughs> they'll forget. <laughs> Give them three years, they'll forget. But the other label will follow you forever. Uh, you know what this reminds me of is that joke about a goat. You know, you know, I, you know what joke I'm gonna I'm talking about. <laughs> no, but I really want you to tell it because you're smiling <laughs> ear to ear right now. <laughs> I mean, the 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 punchline. You don't need the whole joke. You just need the punchline, which is basically that the guy says, "But you know, you fuck one goat." Like you've you've heard oh, that yeah. joke, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's too, it's ten too... bridges. You're not labeled as a bridge uh, yeah. builder. You're not John you the Bridge Builder. Gig. You're a dick sucker. <laughs> right, right, right. And I mean, there is there is some truth to that, right? I mean, what Kelsey is saying, especially with women in the workplace. And I'm not even like 
a gung-ho like feminist like that's not something i would normally bring up but i think in this context like it that heavily weighs into my decision that i know that i won't ever live that down aside from like the personal like guilt of living with that like i know that i have to get a new job well i mean keep in mind one of these is false but people think it's true so you're not living you might not be living with personal guilt but everybody thinks that you're that i should be that you're kelsey the killer and don't let me know i really want everyone to think that i slept around but that's false but I am actually stealing post-it notes and just taking them to Circle K and be like, can I get a scratcher with these binder clips and highlighters? <laughs> let, me, let me ask this. Have, I, have either of you... Three paper clips for a dollar scratch-off. Have either of you ever found out that there was a false rumor about you at work? Yeah, I mean, I think there has been rumors around... Um, especially from like the last few jobs and it was just my management style not a lot of people are fans with it so um describe said management style what what is there not to be a fan of tell us why uh, you suck as a my management style is i'm pretty hands-off i'm not a micromanager and i give you enough rip to hang yourself but at the end of the day like i need you to be self-aware that you need to hold yourself accountable i'll do it but at the, like you need to start seeing that like oh i didn't get this done in time that's your fault like i want more of like an inner reflectedness of your like your accountability if i have to hold your hand and hold you accountable the whole time like it's tough conversations and it's just like all right you're done here and a lot of people didn't like that so me trying to open them up did the did the rumor come from you holding so many hands Charles yeah. over there holding her hand again. I think there's something going on. He's definitely cheating on his wife. Oh, that's hand holding. Meanwhile, no. do you have a pen? I can't find a pen anywhere. Yeah. Um, yeah, like at my last gig, they were talking about, well, not my last gig, but the last, last gig. Um, they were talking about like I was showing favoritism on employees because of the way I would schedule job assignments. I was like, no but i play to your guys's strength like i'm not gonna put someone this team at this estate just because you know uh, i know the clientele i've seen them they'll do better and like i try to set everyone up to win but people saw that as favoritism you know what we haven't talked about uh, is that you and i used to work together you did we did not you and Kelsey, but Brian and I, yes. <laughs> yes, Kelsey, you don't remember? Wow. You I must said not you have heard did. the rumors. Oh, I thought you said we did. I was like... Well, God, oh. it's it's way past my bedtime. I might have said that, but I meant you did? We, yeah. we did. I forget that, too, because it's not how I frame our relationship. But, yeah, no, we totally did. And here's, here's the best story about Charles ever. Um, and this still gets brought up in my house by my wife a lot because she's a real big fan of loyalty. And uh, she's like, remember that time that you... Uh, got fired and Charles just sent an email to everybody the day you got fired and said I'm out see ya <laughs> and he quit too <laughs> so, so let me tell you about wow now I know how I rank Charles uh, ride or die bro ride or die <clears throat> so this is the situation so Brian and I met at our church and Brian knew I did photography and he goes hey man I'm, I'm at a work training in Indiana and Brian goes hey 
Taylor Swift's coming to town. I know you're a photographer. I write for Louisville Magazine. Can you do photos? And I was like, are you serious right now? Like, no joke. And he's like, yeah, go. I, I need a photographer. They I told me I had to bring it. a photographer. And I was so, like, oh, crap. So I just called him. Yeah. So I, I was like, yeah, hands down, I will be there. So not to make to make a long story longer she canceled because she was sick and so i never got to shoot taylor that day but brian was like look i'm sorry she canceled i'll um next time she comes into town you're my guy all right and uh she came into town i shot for her shot shot her gave the photos to brian and brian worked at a radio station and they were needing a photographer to cover stuff and so i eventually started shooting for them and then brian's like do you think we could pay him and brian got me a gig as an hourly photographer there and it was great he was criminally underpaid but he did did it as a favor (laughs) yeah i mainly did it because brian's a good dude and then i was like "Eh, if i can get some concert tickets out of this this is not the end of the world like yeah it worked out who you met guess who you met as part of that gig yeah i met my current boss yeah that, that's how i kind of yeah if it wasn't oh, for brian kelsey i wouldn't have met you you wouldn't know me i know you're Weird. welcome guys you're welcome and look at us. right here it's so funny yeah. i hadn't made that i hadn't made that whole connection until right now when we were talking about work anyway so funny yeah. it was just thanksgiving too i'm so thankful Thankful. And, Thank but you. Brian, Brian got let go from like a dumb restructure. And I was like, dude, the only reason I kept this job for so long was because <laughs> Brian's a good dude. So I literally was typing up the email like, hey, appreciate it. Um, after re looking at my current rate, um, I will be your photographer for X amount of dollars. And if not, consider this my two weeks. <laughs> and I ghosted. And then and then yeah. do you know Beth? Kelsey, no. you know Beth. Kelsey doesn't, doesn't know Beth. Beth yet. So Beth worked with us too, and Beth did the same thing. <laughs> she replied <laughs> all to later. his reply all. And like five minutes later, I was like, I'm out too. See ya. <laughs> Classic. Um, okay, so anyway, <clears throat> that memory lane is over. Let's get back to this question. <sighs> so we've established a couple things, I think. I think we've established that you, you – value loyalty and you value not just loyalty but you value the being perceived as being loyal Mm -hmm. am i right about that yeah i would say you are a very loyal person charles kelsey do you consider yourself loyal absolutely but wait so are we saying that that's the rumor that is not true because I would like, I don't want people to think that I did that, but if it's, I did it or people think that I did it, I would much rather people just think that I did it. Yeah. That's the the question. Well, that's it. That's an interesting layer, right? That's the interesting layer is like, which one, one of them is true. One of them is not. So you want the one to be you want the one where you actually did the deed to be not true but that's the one that everyone is going to think is true so you would rather know in your heart that you didn't do that and let everybody else think you did as opposed to vice versa it would be really hard but yes that's interesting charles Oh, yeah, I definitely want them to realize that I was stealing office supplies slowly under them. <laughs> or not to They come st- in one day and there's just no supplies. No. You're like, man, I all can't believe he had. How did this guy get laid at an office party? 
This also, is all of our post-it notes. This it's also kind of it harkens, it harkens back to your obsession with the TV show, The Office, because showing up one day and having no office supplies is definitely ripped straight from those scripts. Yeah. Um, you know, or your stapler is in Jello. Yeah, I would never do that. Th- those those sell very well. You don't want to get them sticky. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I want people to like. I want to know deep down in my heart that I did not cheat on anyone. But if people can believe I, I did. For me, I think it goes back to it is a double standard because if people think like, yeah, you hooked up with some people, I mean, that's that's cool. Like, good for him. Well, I so for bad. me, I'm single. It wouldn't be cheating for me, but I don't want to be a homewrecker. Reason that someone else cheats. Well, and Charles, just to go back to you for a second. If everybody at the office thinks that you actually did do that, what's what's your wife's perception i mean there's a very good layer like our my wife and i have a good relationship and she knows that i wouldn't do anything stupid so i think that is it but what i think will happen is if if everyone believes it they'll probably try to like slide into her dms and let her know at least that's what i would hope someone would do if, so that's a know. whole that's a whole different problem. So I, I mean, it would be easier in theory to have no one believe it. Mm-hmm. And it's but I think people true. people believe it because that's the the gist of the question. No, one of these things people believe, one of them they don't. Right, they will believe. If I'm picking, I want. I don't want to. I don't want to cheat on anyone or be a homewrecker, even if I was single. That is something I don't want to do because I, like you said, value loyalty and I value commitment. I'd rather people not think I'm stealing office supplies. But, or sorry, I'd rather people think that I cheated on someone, even though I didn't, and steal office supplies, and even though people don't think that I'm doing it, I actually win money in this situation. So I think it's considerable. <laughs> like it's a win-win, guys. I mean, we're just borrowing the office supplies. One, I'm doubling down. Once on I them. win big, I'm gonna put it all back. <laughs> Man, where do we get all these so pens low. from? The stakes are so. Yeah, low. we have a ton of the really nice pens. We got brand name post-it notes. They're clickies. They're not the pop tops. So this this is a question that's really about personal integrity, right? But it's also about the perception that people are going to have of you. And I think it's very easy for you to say, like, I want to make sure that I didn't cheat, which is commendable. But everyone's going to think you did. Right. If you choose that scenario. I might find a new job. See, that's the other thing is either one of these, you're going to get fired. or You're going to have to find a new job because if you think about it, if people are if the inverse happened where if you slept around, let's be real. I once again don't like dating coworkers. It's going to be a messy breakup or it's going to be an awkward like, oh, let me go get coffee. Cool. I want to come to you. Oh, I, I didn't have feelings for you. It was a one night saying I got drunk. Oh, I'm heartbroken. And like it's a weird thing where like, oh, I divorced my person because we had this one hookup. Like, either way, you're going to have to leave or get a new job because that once you incorporate that, it's a messy situation. Or in the inverse, where people are like, you did cheat on someone and it was, you know, as amicable as it could be. 
you're still like i'm pretty sure this guy's stealing office supplies and even if someone else was stealing office supplies because a rumor doesn't get started unless there's like proof like hey man pens are missing so you're going to take the fall for someone else so you're going to get fired so it's one of those you are what i hear you both saying is pull the parachute give me a different job if this situation drops it doesn't matter which is which because i'm getting out of the situation probably so and i think it'll be a lot easier to go to my next job and say yeah i i left or i got fired because you know i I took too many office supplies (laughs) i'm resourceful you always turn the negative into a positive yeah so have you ever been privy to an office romance gone bad in a place that you've worked i've been in one go on (laughs) do tell if you want oh i mean i just i dated a co-worker and you know you you think they're nice because you talk to you have to talk to them eight hours a day um but then outside of work they're actually not that nice of a person do you think it was stockholm syndrome like what exactly you have- is that again stockholm syndrome is the belief that if you're, you're in held stockholm. captive or i'm just kidding yeah if you're in stockholm and you're sick no it's where if you're you develop like this feelings for your captor or like the person holding you hostage it's like if uh you trap someone and like kidnap them but you never kill them or anything like that the belief is that that person will eventually come around to start loving you because they're with you 24 7 and patty Patty hurst you you know the patty hurst situation right who all right never mind Uh (laughs) so I, i mean i was pretty young i was in college um, I was 19. So, and like I had some cool coworkers, like I worked at a bank. So I had some cool coworkers like in my branch, but then I had some that were like not so cool. Um, and one had a heart attack. And so then it was just like super overwhelming trying to learn how to be a bank teller. Um, and this person was worked at a different branch, but was very helpful and very funny. Um, and I think had a very different persona when he was interacting with coworkers than outside of work. And then it just sucks because you break up and still got to see him. Well, I didn't have to see him, but I still had to talk to him all the time. And I had to hear him talk to all of my friends all the time. And it wasn't like flirty or anything, but it's still just really irritating. Yeah, the last thing you want to do is after you dump someone, still deal with them or have to your friends deal with them. Yeah. And it's like forced interaction and like, you know, they're he's trying to be funny or whatever. And I'm like, no, I just need the answer. I just need to know, like, can you approve this? Because he was technically like at a higher level than me, Mm -hmm. Um, like as far as like signing off on dollar amounts Um, and it was like pulling teeth to just like get normal work done. Yeah. Very unprofessional. Very irritating. So didn't got fired. So that tells you um, <laughs> maybe who the better person in the situation was. I think I you might win. be a little biased, but yeah. <laughs> uh, so I actually saw something like this play out. I worked for a guy, so he was the the general manager. 
And there was a rumor that one of his directors was having an affair with him. And I have no idea. If I to this day, I have no idea if it happened. But because of that, any upward mobility that that younger woman made was always discredited in the hallway. Back to your earlier point. To the point that right now, she is a national... I mean, she's got a big job at a big company nationally and still hear people say that about her. Like, it doesn't go away. And I I honestly, really, I'm only about 30% on the did it happen drain. I kind of think it didn't. But that's the kind of thing that will follow you forever. So, to your point... Well, actually, not to your point. I guess my point (laughs) is that in this situation having people believe that rumor essentially makes it true mm-hmm. yeah it probably yeah. screws up your marriage at home you might be able to save it if you can really prove that you didn't do it but it probably screws up your marriage anyway regardless it definitely screws I mean, up to, your career well and like, where did the rumor come from like did somebody just suddenly decide that they thought you did it or like Maybe it happened. Is there a sketchy else? kind of situation that's a maybe? Yeah, so you this is the the classic thing, right? When people talk about crime or rumors even, right? Where it's like, well, you have to make sure that you don't give people a reason to talk. You know, that's kind of the, the cavalier attitude that a lot of people have. It's like, well, if you didn't do this sorts of things, that if you just listened to the police, you would never get in these situations, right? We've all heard this kind of thing. So, there is an element that we haven't discussed here that lends itself that direction, which is what's happening that's making people think either of these things. Right. You're a really good thief if you're stealing the office supplies and no one notices. Everyone's like, that's ridiculous. He wouldn't do that. That just means you're pretty good at lifting stuff out, you know, in your big jacket. The other question is if I cheated on a coworker, couldn't they also, like, couldn't that other coworker go, oh, yeah, it didn't happen? Like, couldn't they come up for bat or come up to bat for you about this? Or do you think they would be like, oh, they're all just denying it? Well, because no one yeah. wants to admit that they slept with this guy. Well, this you is can't the, see it because it's a well, video. The real life, the real life situation I'm describing. It's like, who's going to actually go ask either of those people that mm-hmm. there's power dynamics at play. There's yeah. sexual and, and gender dynamics at play. You're not just going to go ask them. So you just believe it. And you assume that if one of them denies it, they're denying it for the sanctity of their own marriage or reputation. Yeah, I guess you're right. Oh, man, this is... Well, I really thought this podcast would be a lot... Or this episode would be a lot shorter. But boy, did it just, like, get deep. It's hard because I feel like a lot of this I I could talk about more candidly, but I don't really want to do it on a public platform. No, you're right. You're right. You know, I'm, tr- I'm trying to play it low key. Uh, okay, let's wrap this thing up. I think we've I think we've gotten to some some weird places, and uh, hopefully we'll we'll revisit these weird lands at some point in our conversations. But I feel good about it. Do you feel good about yeah. it, Kelsey? Yeah. Great. Okay. Yep. Um, I I have to award points unceremoniously, so um, I'm going to give you each a fifty points because you both really you opened up a little bit tonight. I'm proud of you. Kelsey is still one point ahead. I'm a little miffed. 
if we're tallying from previous. There's always next Twilight. time. All right. One of these days. So, uh, if people want to get involved and uh, maybe shoot their own hypothetical situation our way, maybe they're writing one um, to add to Chuck's masterpieces, uh, where, where should they do that? How should they get involved? They can check us out on Instagram at hypotheticalpod. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And leave a review. Like, that'd be really cool. My favorite reviews of my personal projects have been things like, sounds like they're eating in every episode. Like, well, yeah, it's just I am. <laughs> what, do you, what do you want from me, man? I'm busy. That's good audio. What Sandwiches are, are delicious. <laughs> Maybe I'm hungry. Uh, all right. Until next time, what do we need to keep doing, buddies? Keep, keep telling, telling stories. stories. All right.